If we want to get from where we are to where we want to be, we have to be willing to hike the mountain. Hey, podcast listeners, this is Jay Thompson. Our lives are full of daunting mountains, and how we hike those mountains will have a great influence on the successful navigation of the peaks and the valleys that we face along the way. One of the things you're going to get to know about me very quickly is that I love to hike. And when I don't have the opportunity to be in the mountains, I try to at least four to five times a week get out in my local community, walk on the road, walk in a park, or at least walk around the neighborhood. On those walks, I have the opportunity to listen to some incredible truth and be challenged to think and do things in new ways. While I'm walking, I take an opportunity to share those things that I'm learning and how I'm applying them to my life. On this podcast, I will be sharing those walking talks, and I hope that these short thoughts will encourage and challenge you to be the best person that you can be so that you can do the things you've always wanted to do. The audio on these walk and talk videos are going to be different because they're taken outside with all the crazy noises. But I hope that the principles that we share are still going to be impactful and influential in your life to help you get from where you are to where you want to be. Ask Brother Jay if you want to come up and uh, we'll get this started off. Well, I uh, didn't have a chance to be here last night, and I know that uh, everybody has a Brother Al story. And um, I have had the opportunity to know Brother Al and Deborah for 30 years. Um, and we've had some incredible experiences together. Uh, I, I wrote some things down today because I didn't want to forget them, um, because I am 30 years older than I was when I was here before. But uh, this place right here, actually, that place right over there uh, was my very first time. This place at this church was the first time I ever had a ministry position. And I am uh, honored and blessed to be uh, part of your legacy uh, with that. And I have uh, learned a lot of things. I'm going to share a couple of those in just a second. But my first ministry position was here. Al did uh, my wife and I's wedding ceremony. Um, I still remember there is in every, and I've had an opportunity to do so many uh, weddings through the years, and there's something I always quote you. Uh, I gave you I gave you credit for it the first couple of times, then I just take credit for it after that. But uh, <laughs> but you said to Mandy and I this: you said that the vows you make today must be renewed every day to keep your marriage growing, and that has stuck with me since that time, and I appreciate that and. I, a lot of who Mandy and I are together is because of who two, you two are together, and I appreciate that. Um, this is the place where Mandy got baptized, and uh, we had a chance as Mandy and I were dating, and, and then we got married, and we were talking about salvation, and I still remember when she were in the bed one night talking, and she's like, I don't know that I know that for sure, that I know Jesus, and we had a chance to talk about that and share that, and I remember she came forward, and there were other leaders in the church that came forward, and they said because of, of her, a, a staff member's wife coming to get saved, and I still remember and, and having that opportunity to baptize her. 
my ordination was here. Um, it, and this is hard for me to think. When I think of Bethany Baptist, this is not the building that I think about. I think about the I guess, chapel or whatever it is today over there. But I, I still remember that time you, you, you had my grandfather come and to share with me. And you had my student pastor, Gary Sims, come to share. And you shared incredible words with me that day. And, and, and I've had an opportunity to participate and lead many other people in their ordination. And uh, I appreciate that. We love this place so much. We named our daughter Bethany after Bethany Baptist Church. And, uh, and so much of who you are is, uh, is still in our family. And so what I did is, as I have, if, if, if I've, been, I've been in ministry for over 30 years now, and when I get a chance to share, there are people that I always quote. One was my grandfather, Papa. And I'll say, well, Papa told me this and that or the other, or I'll use, I mentioned earlier, Gary Sims, my student pastor, or, and I quote many times, I have these Brother Al-isms, if you will, that I teach a lot, and I refer back to him a whole lot about that. And I just want to share a couple of those lessons uh, that I learned. The first one was this, is is Al always taught me that 30 more minutes of sermon prep is not going to help Jay. He said, get up and get out and go shake a lot of hands. He said, because when the service is over, they'll say this, man, that dude can't preach, but he sure is friendly. (laughs) So you know what? I shake hands. (laughs) Another thing I learned is this, is Al taught me this. He said, wisdom is knowing which stumps to blow up and which, which stumps to plow around. Now, early in ministry, and I'll be honest with you, even to this day, if I see a stump that's in my way, I always, I'm, I'm ready for a challenge. That's what I like. But the wisdom was this, is that some stumps are not worth the effort. Is plow around them. And that wisdom has spared me some consequences of decisions that I would have made otherwise. Another one that I learned was this, is that you got to own your mistakes, is what you taught me. I don't know if you remember this, but I remember when we started on Wednesday nights, we were doing dinner, and we actually ordered Chick-fil-A in, and we had all these Chick-fil-A sandwiches, and I ordered way too many and all that kind of stuff, and I was in charge of making sure things got put up, and on Wednesday, had a great night. Thursday, somebody came by the church and found about 25 Chick-fil-A sandwiches still sitting out on the table, and they had been wasted. Oh my goodness, wasting God's resources. And I was, people were upset about that. And, uh, you know, I, Jesus didn't die for chicken sandwiches. But anyway, um, but, but I remember this. And, 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 and that simple thing you taught me this is, Jay, just own the mistake because people know it already. So own it and learn from it. And so I've done that in my life. Now, we, and now, I've tried not to make quite as many mistakes, but I still do. And when I do, I know people under, know that, but I can learn from them, and that's something I've filed, filed away. Another thing you always told me this is, Jay, whenever possible, make other people the hero. Make other people the hero. And that probably is one of the things that defines your life more than any. There are a lot of heroes sitting in this building today. Because you chose to make him a hero. You also taught me this is be the same person in private that I preach that I am in public. 
Mandy and I were talking about this, and I asked her the question. I said, I said, when you think of Brother Al, what do you think about? She said he was always the same. Whether he was on the platform or we were goofing off at the house or out eating dinner, always the same. Right? And what I do in private has got to match what I do publicly. You also tell me this is that I have to study God's word for myself first before I can study God's word to preach it. You always say it this way, you got to preach from the overflow of what God is teaching you in my, or teaching me in my life. Another thing you taught me is this, is just don't miss the moments in life. I wrote it down this way. Don't be afraid to laugh at yourself. I've heard you laugh and have a good time and laugh at yourself many, many times through the years. You taught me that. You also taught me don't be afraid to cry with people because that is a connection. And you've also taught me to love people unconditionally. So as I was going through this list, and I wrote a bunch of other things down, but there's two things that I think, when I think about my brother Al-isms in my life, that I have, I have tried to put into practice. There's two things, and I want to close with these. The first was this that you taught me. You said, Jay, walk slowly through the crowd. Walk slowly through the crowd. Because, and, and, and I needed to hear that because I'm a task guy. And I could do that real quick. And I could have something I need to do. And I could blow by people in a heartbeat because I was, I was doing good. Get out of my way. I'm doing good. And Al said, hey, big boy, slow down and walk slow through the crowd. Those of us that are in this room and many people in this community and honestly people all around the world, Al, because you and Deborah have walked slow through the crowd, we are blessed and we are better because of that. When I think about that, what does that mean? You've listened to our stories. I've called you through the years going, hey, I've got this going on, or what do I need to do with this, or how do I deal with this deacon, or whatever, this, that, and the other, and you've given me wisdom, and you've listened to me that way. You've answered people's questions. You've ate meals around people's tables. You've attended birthday parties and bridal showers. You've held our babies when they came into the world, and you've held our hands when our loved ones have stepped out of it. You've officiated our weddings. You've conducted our funerals. You've laughed, you've cried, you've encouraged, and you've challenged us. You've shared Jesus with us and you've baptized us. You've lived out God's word before us. When I think of what it looks like for you and Deborah to have walked slowly through the crowd is this. Paul said it this way in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 11. He said this, he says, so encourage each other and build one another up just as you are doing. Walk slowly through the crowd. The second is this, is you taught me that I have to be in people's lives in order to speak into people's lives. Al has been in many of our lives and he has un. He has faithfully spoken God's great truth into our lives. 
Paul said this in Acts chapter 20, verses 20 and 21. And Brother Al, I think this describes you as a man of God. Paul said this. He says, I have not shrunk back from telling you what you needed to hear, either publicly or in your homes. He said, I had one message for Jews and Greeks alike. That message was this, he said, the necessity of repenting from sin and turning to God and having faith in our Lord Jesus Christ. So Al, I want to thank you so much for never shrinking back from being the man that God has called you to be and for making sure you speak into our lives the necessity of God's work. I close with this to you and Deborah. Thank you for walking slowly through our lives and for leading us to Jesus. I want to say thanks for joining us on this podcast. I hope that you'll take time to share it and to subscribe to it. I hope that you'll leave me a comment because your comments will help me become better and be able to continue to bring you content that can add value to you. If you'd like to connect with me, you can go to my website at hikethemountain.org or you can email me at j, that's j-a-y, at hikethemountain.org. Join us each week as we hike on and lead on together. I hope you have an awesome day as you discover your path and enjoy your journey as you hike the mountain.